From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. And just like that, we're back. Hour number two. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Glenn, Jonathan, and Knock in the studio today. Uh, Bill is out in Pennsylvania killing some turkeys out this morning. Already got one bird down and got one more tag to fill, but he's got a week to do it. He just, first day there, went out, got her done right there early this morning. So He just uh, set the bar. Yeah, so he's going to do that kind of dealio for the next week, hang out with family and Get things prepared because Glenn wants to make a move and head up to Pennsylvania this year. To uh, are you going to do archery or rifle or shotgun or whatever? I'd like to do the archery. Uh, however, Bill doesn't archery hunt, uh, but his brothers do. So I don't know. Maybe go with his brother. Leave him behind. Yeah. Leave him behind. If not, I'll, I'll still be what in. Do you mean uh, Bill doesn't archery hunt. He owns a crossbow. Yeah, but he doesn't apparently go there for archery. He's mainly the shotgun or the rifle. But I'll be in Illinois. Sure, so is it a spring or a fall or what are you going to do? Early fall type thing, November. When are you thinking of uh, doing that kind of deal? I think uh, their archery was like the second week of November. Really? It so may right been. maybe that's when he goes for gun. But I, I'm, I'm, I'll be in Illinois the last week of October and the first week of uh, November. Again. So you could just swing right over there real quick. I, I did ask him how far the airport was from him. Maybe fly over, but swing over real quick in the truck. That'd be all right. It'd be a good deal. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation this morning, you know you're always invited. Eight 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 four zero four ten ten. That's triple eight four zero four ten ten. You can uh, call in with any questions or comments or anything like that. It doesn't have to be hunting. It could be fishing or gun or camping or anything else related. It's all good. So uh, we thought we'd. Uh, invite you to uh, participate in the show which we we're equal enjoy. opportunity offenders we, we are when it comes to that stuff I, I wanted to bring this up because i i haven't had to uh, deal with this in a while but glenn uh speaking of illinois uh one year if you listen to the show religiously you know that uh he uh got into what they call the uh turkey mites up there as we call in the south ticks uh but Correct. apparently yeah apparently when they're uh little small uh little nymph type things you know they call them uh yeah tim and them hate them turkey uh mites or whatever uh, i always thought they were chiggers which would be the same thing i guess uh in a, in a kind of way even though it is a different creature but i got this sent to me uh on uh via email i always sign up for all these uh notifications from wildlife industries and stuff like that and everywhere else and i thought this was pretty interesting that there's a new tick now that they have found in the United States. Where'd it come from? China. <laughs> that's that's not ticks. That's just little surveillance uh, audio. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're drones. In. It's, uh, it's now made its way uh, apparently here into the United States. It's a new uh, exotic tick, as they like to refer to it. It's uh, arrived in New Jersey. Uh, it's the East Asian longhorned tick. And they were first discovered in the state this uh, last fall. And they were found to be infested in a uh, sheep area over in Hunterdon County. 
And it Great. Says, now we're going to have some crossbreeding going on. Well, now here's the sad part. They say, you know, that they thought, okay, this is not going to last very long because these ticks are from, you know, uh, warm climates, so they're not going to make it through the winter. <clears throat> and apparently they made it through the winter. So uh, they found out that uh, they're there and that they're spreading. They're already in uh, Asia, Australia, New Zealand, and now New Jersey. And uh, the scary part about this particular tick is they don't need no men. Oh, gosh. They're asexual? Yes. They can actually produce on their own. Also, all you need That's is, what that means, folks, so before all, you start writing in hate mail. So all you need is one female by herself, and she can go out there and produce thousands and thousands and thousands of eggs. Kind of like how we... The new how, poster child for the feminist movement. I'm sorry. I just hope I, fi- I just hope fire ants. <laughs> now you might get some. Yeah, I know. Just kidding. I hope fire ants actually like to eat them because that would be nice. They could just kill each other. Well, they're um, gonna have to leave all be, the possums alone now. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is that these particular ticks. You know, certain ticks have to go through stages. Like some particulars will start their lives as nymph on uh, mice and under small little rodents and then yeah. they move on as they get bigger these don't do that they go on anything that straight walks for, by yeah, yeah straight for anything that walks by it doesn't matter what equal, it is they are equal opportunity offenders yeah and so they'll jump on anything and not go through the stages of you know from mice to coons from raccoons to back on so are uh, you trying to tell me that this is like the honey badger of the tick world they just don't care uh, the thing that they're really worried about is that a they 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 start hitching rides all over the place. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, the bad part is is that like any other tick, they can spread Lyme disease and all the other oh, uh, yeah. you know nastiness that that they can catch. So uh, the only good news out of it is that your typical uh, good old fashioned American insecticide actually works on them <laughs> and kills them. So. And, uh, Adapt to this. <laughs> uh, yeah. I said, Bring back Chloridane yeah. uh, or Diazinon, one of those two. Uh, but like I always said, this is another reason why controlled burns are so extremely important. Because if this happens and it happens in a certain area, then there's one good way to fix everything. Yep. Fire. Fire fixes everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will eventually. So, uh, Glenn, if you're going to be going up there, you need to uh, make sure that uh, it hasn't uh, spread over into your neck of the woods. resistant to that. You remember they come from somewhere else. Yeah. No, they're not. Actually, they said <laughs> that... Uh, they might be resistant to it, but it still gives them one heck of a headache. <laughs> the, one, the one thing, I, you're allergic to DEET, right? You can't put DEET on your skin because it just turns you into uh, a Noopa Loompa. Right. So, I mean, you, you know. You, 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 uh, uh, uh. Okay, well, that's a pretty precise description. Well, he doesn't turn anymore, and she's more reddish than, than that. So, uh, so uh, but as they said, the best way, of course, is uh, the permethrin that you can get spray on clothing first and put it on there without putting it on your skin. The good thing about that stuff is, is I, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize that not only is it a repellent, but anything that crawls on it gets on it, it kills it. Yeah. Uh, you know, eventually it'll fall off and it'll die. Oh, I'm a, I'm a sick person because, as Carlos would say, the first time I discovered Thermosel, I was uh, hunting with a gentleman at Mormon Ranch. And then big old mosquitoes, there was a couple of them that made it through the 15 by 15 zone of protection. And as soon as they landed on my bug tamer suit that was treated with that fine product. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 
they went to meet the maker. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always been a big fan of permethrin because, especially around my pant legs and cuffs yes. and all that stuff, you know, uh, stop them where they're where they're the spray around points. your boot tops because well, it gives you the water and everything. As I mentioned last week, I did. Uh, I was able to uh, collect a couple. Two ticks off of me last week. That's right. Uh, from being in the field. And, of course, uh, my grandson, actually, he's he's tied me now. He's got two, and I've got two. <laughs> there you go. So, I don't know. I guess I must have brought him home with me in my truck. Yeah. Well, I, I guess he could have. He said, Pa, I got a tick. <laughs> I said, not anymore, you don't. Did you, do, gone. did you do it the old-fashioned way with the tweezers and pull her out? Or uh, did you just uh, put something on it and hope that it'll go away? Uh, Wade pulled it out. Oh, okay. Smoldering well, candle. Uh, smoldering. That, you know, peppermint oil, man. One drop, he'll pull his head out, and he's out of there, man. He'll take off. All right, we are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're going to take a real quick, quick, quick break. We are the uh, boys that are on the air this morning. Me, Glenn, and Jonathan. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors, and we're also brought to you by Brandon Ford. I think Brooksy's probably out fishing today. He and Lori are probably out in the Kingfish, uh, King of the Beach. All right, fine. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. To the water, Mama wants frog legs, thinking I ought to come back home with a cooler full. When I make her smile, she rocks my world. Three men in a boat make things happen. One's on the motor, he's our captain. I'm on the front, doing my thing. Willie's on the cooler, hear him singing. Bom, bom, That's right. Welcome baby. back, Sun big and wild down, outdoors. That's kind of a activity of last night is this your theme song it is now because we got a cooler full of frogs there you go <laughs> Gingy's happy when did you get those uh, last, last night. night yeah doug's actually cleaning them so how many i, I got out how many did you uh, end up with that thing? <laughs> a 35 quart cooler full uh, uh, doug just told me he had 30 he cleaned about 30 something of them right now and he's just three quarters he's got three quarters of cooler left what's that no Knock your mic. I think on. he fell off. We didn't hear you. Well, let's go to the phones. Good morning, Eddie. How are you today? Yes, sir. I'm awesome. How you doing, fellas? How you doing, no, man? Right, sir. You sound like you're driving. You going somewhere? Yes, sir. Coming back from Miami like I do every Saturday morning. Oh, good and Bill's old not Miami. in the studio. Yeah, you're, you're, or Carlos. Or Carlos. Yeah, he's out. To, I don't know what I'm he's doing. I'm 27. About five miles south of uh, 70 right now, so I ain't doing too bad. Nice. Well, uh, what's going on? Are you going to go out? Did you do your turkeys this year? Did you what, 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 what? Nope. Well, my work schedule is impossible for me to go turkey hunting. But I have a question for y'all. Okay. I haven't heard any bragging about what took place last Saturday. Uh, Go out who? Come on. Oh, uh, last Saturday at the... uh, (laughs) I'm out well, of this I'm one. not saying no. anything. Why is it so quiet? I'm out of this Did one. Did my brother smoke y'all? Uh, let, let's just put it this way. I'd have been, uh, oh. I think I'd have been fourth place overall. Is that what it was? <laughs> fourth place overall? Uh, no. I had a 45. <laughs> I think we all want a 45. Well, you th- oh, you shot 45 clays. I shot 45. I hit 45. Yeah, Brayden actually did pretty good. Uh, for himself, that that's I didn't shoot. I gave up my spot to uh, Gordon, our, our, our engineer tech, Gordon, and he only shot the first yep. half of the course, and then we all picked up his slack after that. 
So when Glenn came over afterwards, he goes, dang, man, you shot a 45. You did pretty good today because 49 actually won it. And then we had a three-way tie with, 30, wow. with 38. No, no. 30, 48. 48. 48. And then there was a 47. And then it was uh, 45. Yeah, I think so he was the fifth. Yeah. Well, technically. So do we have a new shooter in the state of Florida now? Yeah. I, you know what it was? I you know I I just went out there with the devil may care attitude that time, and I wasn't really trying to concentrate. I was I was messing around with the with the uh, target launcher guys more than I was actually concentrating on shooting. So I actually had more fun. Yeah, but uh, I, I told Glenn, he said, uh, "Hey man, you did pretty good. You shot a forty-five. I said, "Well, I, you don't forget, I shot for Gordon too. So in reality, I think I shot like a seventy. <laughs> so it was. Uh, hey, I found out something new about my brother Carlos. What's that? Oh no. What? Carlos, I found out last week that Carlos goes both ways. Uh, does that mean uh, what? Turkey hunts and hog hunts? What? I- <laughs> Get your hand on the well, You button. guys were talking about on the radio last week that Carlos goes both ways. Oh wait, wait! I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's a family <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, I know. Drive by shooting. Oh, that's right. Remember that? Yeah, I was he said he does had it both ways. That's right. He was uh, talking about the drive by. Actually, Carlos did uh, pretty good out there. Everybody did. I think. I think we all had. Hey, a I see you a picture on Facebook Messenger. Send it to who? You. You can't eat the donut and talk to you at the same time, Braden. I'm trying to look and see what picture he sent me. <laughs> this is a talk show. I'm looking I got a new addition to the family. I'm trying to see any picture. Oh, I don't no. see any picture. I don't see messenger. any picture. There's I, no picture on the on messenger. messenger. I, I got. It. I, I pulled it up. I don't see anything on here. Uh, I see a picture of my new thing. Oh, well, there we go. I don't see it anywhere. I got a sixteen three sixty five. It's hilarious. Yeah, I don't see it anywhere. Do you have to resend it, or who did you send it to? Did you send it to Carlos by mistake? No, I sent it to you. All right, well, send it again because the only ones I got are from Maryland, Toby Benoit, Pirate Johnny's, and Alberto Leon, and then Mark Steckman. Well, I got me a new thing, P365. Very nice pistol, man. There you go. That's a good choice. You know what? If I was I'm ever, happy with it. If uh if I was ever going to trade in my Glock 22 for that uh for any other pistol to carry, that that would be it. Mm-hmm. That is that um I can't believe that Sig can even actually make those fast enough to Oh if, yeah. Once people see them. They can't. I mean, that's the gun a, shop I bought it from had three in, and they sold out in ten minutes. Yeah, uh, you know, you're talking about a ten rounder that's about the size of a Glock 43, and it holds. Well, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's it's an amazing little great. pistol, and it's not big. It's no. it's amazing little uh, little carry pistol. Well, good yeah, on you, man. It's a little wider than the Glock 43. That's about it. Not much. I mean, it is very. Yeah, not much. I have a Glock 43 also, so. Yeah. I put them side by side and measure them up. It's just a little bit wider, but you're right. Not much. Yeah. And I was 13 with the 12 round magazine. And yeah. that's the only way I, I would shoot it is with the 12 round magazine because it fits my hand perfect. 10 round. It's a little bit too small. I don't get a good enough grip on it. Yeah, yep. I uh, sometimes uh, it freaks you out when your pinky's hanging off the end of that uh, grip. It mm-hmm. you know mentally it kind of messes yep. with you. But you know what I always say, it, it's it's not a target gun, 
and that's not what it's made for. So, uh, you know, just because your pinky hangs off the end of it while you're sitting at the range doesn't mean you're going to give two squats about it if you're using it for defense. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, trust me, the last thing you're going to be worried about is that, that grip extension if it's actually being used to save your life. So, well, that's the last thing you're going to think about anyway. <laughs> that's what, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that hesitation of, man, this would shoot a lot better if I had just that little bit more on the end of it. <laughs> no, my thought process <laughs> yeah, is that. Yeah, there be no hesitation. <laughs> it's not going to be any of that. Oh, man, I got the 10-rounder in here. Well, that's it. I can't use it. <laughs> no, my thought process is I want the extra two. Ah, well, you know what? If you <laughs> if you if you learn to double tap and hit what you're doing with the first two, you don't have to worry about the rest. So it's all good. You know what? It's just as hard to get the twelve round magazines as it is to get the gun. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, yes. It's uh, well, that's because of the popularity of it, and and, and like you just said. Uh, we had, uh, they had one over at G5 Feeding Outdoors. I think it stayed, uh, out of the box for about, like you said, 10 minutes. And once somebody yeah. saw it, they were like, dude. And I think the first guy who actually saw it called a buddy of his who was looking for one. And I think he was there, uh, in about, uh, 15, 20 minutes. And the yeah. guy, it was like that lady you see the video of that's holding a parking spot. He basically like hovered over <laughs> until his buddy got there. Yeah. yeah. You can't show I can't sell it. No, my buddy's on his way. He's coming to get it now. Anybody would walk up. It's like, no, 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 no this is taken. <laughs> we got dibs on this yeah, one, the gun dude. shop I deal with, I bought several guns from them, and they put, put their uh, better customers on the list. So. Oh, yeah, it's a great pistol. They really did a great job on it. They really did. And, uh, and, uh, there ain't and, no doubt. And now we've pooched everybody else who's going to be looking for one, because now everybody else is going to be grabbing them up really quick. So. Yeah. It's one of those things. <laughs> we'll be we'll be safe in your journeys, man, and uh, give us a call back. Let us know what's going on in life. All right. Yes, sir. Y'all have a great weekend. Right, Stay congr- safe. Congr- congratulations on your new uh, your new ride along. Your, your new uh, toy. Thank you. See you, buddy. Bye. <laughs> I didn't want to refer to it as a toy. It is for some people, but you know, when you're talking about it with kids, you don't want to refer to it as a toy. Negative. No, it's not a toy. Good call. But again, uh, I tell you, that last night was very productive on the frog gigging. I, I, I'm I'm getting away from the uh, clay shoot, if you notice. Did you? Uh, but you did very well, Braden. Congratulations on that 45. Thank you. I shot 82 out of 100 last year. So if yeah. you was to say you was shooting for me from full range and all the way through from start to finish, maybe you would have got a 90. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I don't know. I was having more fun driving that uh, that Textron. <laughs> The, the electric I cart. Having, I was having more fun driving that EV around there, man. Smoking all four tires in front of everybody it was awesome. It's good. It, not just on the gravel, but on the pavement. Oh yeah, it'll. Were you power braking? No, no, you don't have, you don't you have just to get on it. And it'll it'll turn them over. You stomp on that thing on pavement, and all four tires are. I mean, they're they're digging and going, man. That thing is awesome. Uh, I was talking about you were talking about your frog gigging experience last night, right? And we were trying to determine how many frogs were in a what? A 32 quart? Is that what you said? 32 quart? I think a 35 quart. 35 quart? My response was, it depends on who's sitting on the hood. Yeah. <laughs> sitting on the lid, shoving down. In. But now, you brought up an interesting thing and said, you know, does anybody know if there's a limit on frogs? Well, there is and in, I, I in have certain never, states. Yeah, but I don't, I've never seen one in the state of Florida. There is not. So I went I and looked, pulled, pulled it up on my FWC app and didn't have anything. The only thing I see here on my FWC about uh, about frogs is frogs, except for the pine barrens tree frogs, gopher frogs, and Florida bog frogs, 
may be taken throughout the year by gigs, clubs, blowguns, hook and line, or manually, or by shooting with a twenty-two caliber or smaller firearm during daylight hours. Frog species classified as threatened or endangered may not be possessed or taken. And it says, see the rules for the information. Yeah. Again, when I was talking to Doug, he said, uh, he sent me a text and he's just a quarter of a way through on the cooler. And he said, he's got 30 something plus cleaned already. So if he was to say, if he's got three quarters of a cooler left, now are y'all just legs or do y'all do anything else? I don't know how he's cleaning them right now. It's all on him. And thank you, Doug. However he wants to clean them is fine with me. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, we can get them legs off. We're all good with that. It's, it's and no they, I, I will say they are some very nice frogs. You know what you're going to have to start doing? You're going to have to start going out and go uh, English sparrows and European starling hunting because literally there is no non-protection on those birds whatsoever. They're invasive, and you can go. I wonder if Whack there's a good em. recipe for them. I don't know. You start shooting birds, and you'll have everybody. Those little English sparrows, man. I don't know how much meat you can get off one of them. Not much. <laughs> We're being a while. Got to take a quick break. Brought to you by G5 sure. Feeding Outdoors. Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. I'm on a... I don't know, but I did get some stuff from my buddy Corey at work. He brought me a, a deer leg and... Uh, a couple of uh, packs of uh, deer blood. And some you got a prerequisite of the story here before you start. No, coming. this sounds really cool. When people come back, we're in the middle of this. I'd be like, going, "What is deer leg and bags of blood? Got what some the? blood? And I got, got some candles and a chicken. We're gonna make it work. <laughs> we're gonna make it work." No, we were talking about during the break. Uh, that the, the addition we got just after, uh, I guess, back in February. Yeah, uh, got our new addition Joe into the family. I can't believe you name a dog that looks that good, Joe. That's it. What's wrong Joe. with Joe? It's Simple. just it's just so plain. You know what? You why don't you go John Wayne and just go call him dog? Hey dog. I mean, then, why don't you just do that? Oh, I was about to say if you're gonna say John Wayne, name him Duke. But that would be Duke would be a good name for him. Well, he'd probably be pretty stout. But Joe Duke, we could give him a second. Joe name. Duke. <laughs> Joe Duke. <laughs> <laughs> But he's what kind is he? He's just a uh, straight up hound, a red bone. No, he's a bloodhound. Just straight up bloodhound. Bloodhound from Georgia. And you're going to uh, uh, use him for what? You're going to teach him to track and. Uh, yeah, I'm on a. I'm a little behind on it. You know, he's now he's four months old, uh, but I want to get out there and start doing a little bit of training, get him to trail, just different things. Um, the, the more I read about it, I've never really been a. I always like watching. Uh, he haw and seeing old hound dog they had on it, you know, it's lazying around. This dog don't lazy around. It's yeah. a deception. It will if once you, it gets past. It's 80 a deceiver. Pounds. If you're looking for a dog to just be on the porch, that's not it until they get a little older. Yeah. yeah. But uh, right that's now, it, it's yeah. uh, you know, Ginger's like that dog is taking over the porch. Or if he's working, you know, dogs. You know, regardless of what the animal rights people will tell you, those dogs enjoy their work. And if they're working, then they're going to be they're out there. Well, fun. it's. It's like uh, me with smoke. You're, trust me, you're not going to have to because the way you talked about the breeding and everything else, I'm sure it's going to be one of those things that really all you're going to have to do is just teach him the basics and the the, the breeding will kick in. Nature will take over from there. It's all good. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, you used to have a couple of other dogs that you used for that. What was that, Silly? Yeah, that old Silly, silly dog I had. But, uh, she was pretty good. Yeah, she did very, very well. Lasted a long time. Lived out there for 15 years. 
Yeah, I think so. she, then she found some boy or something and ran off and they got married down in the Cayman Islands or something. Something. I, I just never uh, never knew whatever happened. Yeah, she didn't come back. I think she's living comfortably in Costa Rica with some hippies. Yeah. Man, After 15 dollar. years, she couldn't stand it no more. It's yeah. like hanging out, yeah. <laughs> hanging out in the jungle with her friends, man. It's all good. But yes, uh, old Joe, that's his name. Joe. I mean, you know, this is not... It's not a dog yeah. name. Yeah. You yes, know? folks. It's uh, Glenn Kenman, uh, big and Glenn, big and wild outdoors. If you need your deer tracked, you know, we should have done it the same way we did the coffee. You should have opened up the lines to our listeners and let them come up with a decent name for the dog. No, and uh, Courtney wanted to name it uh, Joe. No, she Courtney to, came up with Joe. No. no, she had her own names, but I just yeah, I wasn't having it. What was it? That's Nancy. My- yeah, uh, she had uh, you know, the the Brutus and uh, I like no, that one. No, Joe, no. <laughs> and uh, a couple other ones and then How about Diesel? Diesel's always a good name for it all. Bulldozer. Bulldozer. Well Hey Dozer. That's what Ginger said. He plows you right down. See, so there, there, there you go. That would have been a perfect one. Dozer would have been a good name but, for him. No, Joe is uh it fits him just fine. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to end up Folks, call- this is radio, but if you could see the look that Braden's giving. <laughs> I'm going to end up calling your dog Sniffy. Sniffy. You could probably do that. I think Courtney said Get he found him, his Sniffy. nose, and it was all over with. He's digging everything. Go falling. find him, Sniffy. Get him, Sniffy. He'll just look at you, silly. Yeah. And when he finds the biggest deer you ever shot, you're going to call him anything. Mr. Sniffy. <laughs> I love you, dog. I'll give him Mr. Sniffy after that. Well, that's good. So you're going to start working on him in the woods out by, by the house, doing a little uh, little blood trailing, get Wade to run out through the woods first and do a few droppy droppies and then do it that way? Or? Yeah, I'm, I, I, that's the kind of the idea I have. Yeah. So we'll see. Drag a leg. Do an old red video. Have Wade run through the forest like he's an escape convict. No, that would be funny. Yeah, do, it like, <laughs> do it like a cool hand Luke deal. When we find you. It ain't gonna be pretty. Just tie, just tie the bag to his ankle and turn him loose. Yeah. You turn him loose out there. But yes, yeah, so let a, Joe go get him. Yeah, old go Joe. get him, Joe. It just sounds good when I get a look when, I, yeah, when my retirement comes and I'm on the porch. What are you doing? I'm just hanging out with old Joe. Me and Joe. Well, but you got to figure. I mean, there's your command right there. Go, Joe. Go or no, Joe. Well, he's, no. Not gonna, he's not going to know any three. Is he saying no? Is he saying go? Is he saying Joe? What's, what's he doing? I don't know. As long as he's wagging tail, you know you're all You're right. good. No. He'll be looking at you cross-eyed going, I don't have no idea what he wants me to do. None whatsoever. Well, good luck with the dog. Yep. And uh, we'll see. And now that everybody in the uh, free world knows that you have a trailing dog, your phone's going to be ringing at around 1130s at night going, hey, Glenn, uh, could you uh, bring your dog out here? You mind jumping in a truck driving up here, here to Georgia? <laughs> I lost this deer on the other side of uh, Green Swamp West. I can't really find it. Uh, can you bring Joe? We'll trail huh? for half. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> uh, for half? Bull hockey? You better start to... Uh... Okay, well, let's see oh, here. we got to get the freezer full first, man. Yeah. Then we'll talk about it. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the poison glands and one back strap, hey, and we'll call it even. But the sad part is, is we both go to Illinois, and you know the money... I know one of Tim's friends up there, that guy makes several grand a season using his dogs. You're track. kidding me. I, you drive all the way to, okay, you drive all the way to Illinois and you shoot the buck of a lifetime and you can't find him. And the guy, you, a guy looks at you and says, you know, for $150 or $200, I got a guy with two of the best bloodhounds in the county that can come out here. If he finds a deer, you have to pay him. 
guess what? If I've got 180 plus inch deer down, yeah, <laughs> then Benjamin's is coming out the wallet in a hurry. Yeah, I didn't even think of it that way, but it, you talk about the, the guy alluded, it makes a business. killing, dude. It's I'm crazy, sure he does. especially if you were in Pike well, County or somewhere around there. It's just, you know for the recovery of it that's it's worth it anyway. So, but yep. <sighs> We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll bring him into the studio when he gets a hundred. I, I still can't believe them things get up this hundred fifteen twenty pounds. So I'm hey, telling you, we can let him and Smoke have a play date. <laughs> That's a big dog. Wear each other out. That's for sure. Well, I, wait a second. I wanted to mention this. Uh, Richard, uh, I mean uh, Edward, sent me this. He did. Citrus County Friends of the NRA. It's going to be coming up by in July. So we'll talk about it a little bit more as we get closer. But it's up in Inverness up there. They're going to be uh, raising some money for all the good stuff around that area. I like the friends of the NRA. They're good stuff. That money stays here close. Stays here locally. Yep. It's not doesn't go up to Virginia. It stays here for the junior shooters programs and things like that. Uh, what a big backlash from all that with the Yeti deal, man. Is there is there a truth? There? I mean, there's so many conversations taking place back and forth. They did. They didn't. They did. You know what? And it's, then there's well, we only did it for this, and we didn't want to support. Uh, the youth programs. So what? What's the actual deal? Do well, you know? Here's what I. Here's you what tell I, yours, and I'll tell mine. Okay. When Yeti first put out their, uh, when they put out the first, um, when they first put out the, the mention of what they were going to do, you know, the NRA fired the first shot and said, "Here's what they said to us," and then Yeti came back and said, "You know, we're we're changing our structuring and we're doing this and the other thing and." We're dropping a lot of other people. The first thing everybody said was, well, then why didn't you name those other people? Exactly. Who are these other people that you're no longer supporting as well? Because we'd like to know and maybe talk to them and see what they think about it. Because the only person that you named uh, out in your in your, in your your little uh, retort was the NRA. Yeah. That was it. Nobody else was mentioned. And I think maybe there's two reasons. One, they were answering strictly to the NRA, but yet they were not expanding or, or, or expanding who the other people were. Yeah. Then the NRA comes back and says, "No, no, that's not what you said." Yeah. This and is- what I found out through the industry is that uh, they actually made them cancel all their orders that they'd already purchased, Place, yeah. that they'd already placed for future items like the new coral stuff that was coming out and some of the other new coolers and things that were coming out. They had pre-paid for those so they, they'd have them in the future for their friends of the NRA banquets and things like that. So Yeti said, we're not going to honor those. We're canceling everything with you. So that tells you right there that it's not just the youth programs or anything else that they had quoted in their in their specific things. They said everything. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it was cups, coolers, uh, lid holders, whatever. Whatever you you found out the same stuff I found out. Yeah. Now this is through the industry side of it. Yeah. So this is what retailers and all these other people are saying. So um, I tell you, Arctic. Uh, Orca, all these other cooler companies. But jump on it with both. Have you not seen social media blowing up with that one? I've been super busy, but I can say this. Just get back to the basics. Get rid of the overpriced cooler and just go back to the Coleman. Well, there's some other ones that are out there that are pretty reasonable and nice. You're right, but when I think back, Coleman. Just bring out. I got three of them in the garage that still work like they did day one when I bought them. And you know what? I'm not not afraid to buy ice, so it's no big deal. Can you just go back with the retro with the metal cabinet with the (laughs) insulation inside with the 
We could, well, the yeah. swing down lock. Yeah, that's right. Possum belly tackle boxes. We should bring the big and wild one back and start making it in metal. There you go. We are big and wild. Got to take a quick break. Hang in there, Mr. Bill. We'll be right back. Well, now it's Glenn's turn to choke down a donut, so I get to talk. It's uh, <laughs> Big and Wild Outdoors. Brayden, Glenn, and Jonathan in the studio this morning. Uh, we're enjoying a little bit of coffee and donuts in here. We hope you're enjoying this beautiful Saturday. Uh, we know a lot of folks are out fishing today, especially King of the Beach with it going on. And a lot of folks are hitting the lakes these days. I think that most of the bedding bass are pretty much done, so everybody's looking for uh, you know post uh, spawn and uh, bedded bass and all that kind of stuff. It's that it's that lovely springtime when you can go out and just just about pick anything you want to do on a beautiful day like today. Yep. Whether it be paddle boarding along the intercoastal or uh, you know going out and swimming with uh, Goliath Grouper on the east coast, it's no big deal. <laughs> Good morning, Mister Bill. How are you today? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you, Billy? I'm doing good. I called you. I'm listening to your show, of course, but I called you to let you know that I heard on Bay News 9 a little while ago there was a student down in Parkland at the, uh, the high school where the tragedy happened. Yes, sir. There, uh, he was defending our Second Amendment rights, and a teacher down there went to the principal and said he was acting like a Nazi. Now there's a big uproar over that one. Oh, boy. Well, you know what? Feelings are hurt. And, you know, when it comes to feelings, that's more important than facts. So, uh, you know, these days anyway. I know. I know. But it just aggravates me. He calls a a student a Nazi because he's defending our Second Amendment rights. Well, you know what? Uh, You know, the sad part is, is both of those people are entitled to their uh, opinions. And uh, it's it's. It's funny because yesterday I got into a discussion with an individual about movies. And we were talking about movies that could never be made again. Oh, my Lord. And, uh, you know. The list is long. uh, Now, Nock may not know some of these because he's the younger generation behind us. Are you considered to be millennial or are you past millennial? Yes, I am a millennial. So what is your age? 20, what, three? I think it's up to like 25, 18, 25 right now. Yeah. So, uh. But now, have you ever seen Blazing Saddles? Oh, yeah. No, it's about cowboys, though. Have you yes, seen I it? Have. No, I'm talking to Nock. Have you ever seen it? No, oh. sir. Okay. Uh, I want you to watch Blazing Saddles, and I want you to go see uh, Springtime for Hitler. Make sure you go see that one. Springtime that, for Hitler. See, yeah. but here's the bad part about it. You're Young naming Frankenstein. Those, you're naming those movies. There are movies that were made in my quote-unquote generation in the 80s in the eight well the 80s and the late 90s early 2000s that you could not make today yeah and uh you know the thing is is we were talking about all the movies we were going through the list of ones that couldn't be made today because so many people would be so upset by things that were said Mm -hmm. that it would literally cause a a meltdown across the country and now bill you're you're probably a little bit uh long in the tooth it's compared to some of us here in the studio. Oh, yes. He's seasoned. So, uh, so you're, you're seasoned very well. And uh, so you could probably attest to uh, the old days when I was a small child and I used to watch the uh, the Dean Martin roasts on oh, national television. Oh, yes. I remember them. And uh, with Rodney Dangerfield and oh, everybody Lord. else. And no one, I don't care what race, religion, creed, or whatever you were. Everything no was one, fair game. No one escaped 
from those things ever. Exactly. And, you know, they uh, Bay News Nine said there's uh, now besides the insurance thing that went down, you might have heard down about uh, at the school district down there. Now they got to deal with this with the teacher and the student. Yeah, well, we were talking off the air about uh, the individual, the the young child that was killed on the walkout day, the eleven year old, mm-hmm. and yeah. how the school was saying that they were not responsible for that child. Uh, you know, they didn't have any part in that because uh, you know he left school grounds. And I went, you know, when I was in high school at Northeast, I couldn't even go to my car. To Somebody get a, better to knew get a what book. you were doing. <laughs> I couldn't go to the, my parking lot to go get a book out of my own vehicle without an escort. And exactly. heaven and heaven forbid if you left to go over to the old Burger Chef across the street. Man, now you're really old yeah. school, Braden. And uh, because if you got caught by Mister Dixon on the way back, the first thing they said was, "You are our responsibility while you are at school, so you are not allowed to leave." Because if something happens to you off it's our campus, pro- it's, yeah. it's our problem. Yeah. And yeah, so, but that kid did he leave on his own, or was he told to leave? Oh, they just turn uh, them loose. They, they turned them loose. They just said, anybody who wants to volunteer and go do it, then, you know, you can go do it. And so the kid took off running and uh, went, didn't make it across the street and got killed by uh, a truck. So. Well, the school district down there's uh, insurance company, this was on Bay News 9 after the about the boy defending our rights, they are only going to pay $300,000 to everybody that was hurt or killed in that. Mm-hmm. And they said because of state laws. Correct. The only re- is the reason why they're doing it. Not, you'd have to check in, but they're, the laws have got the school district covered so they don't have to pay an, an amount where something should be paid. Yeah, I probably uh, limit limits on the amount of injury that can be paid. Yeah, it's but, a liability limit. But you know what? I think uh, once John Morgan and uh, somebody else gets a hold of it, I'm sure that'll probably yeah. get bumped up quite a bit. But Yeah. And you I, know, I'm just, I just wanted to call and keep up the good work, gentlemen, because, you know, I feel, feel for that uh, student being called a, a Nazi. You know what, though? He'll move away. Everything will be fine. It'll be yeah. good, you know? Yeah. Uh, trust me, yeah. uh, we all got called something when we were kids, and uh, we're oh, all yeah. we're I all fine today. A lot. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, when you came back from Vietnam, I'm sure you were called a lot more than uh, exactly than Billy Boy. That's exactly. for sure. Well, but take- you gentlemen keep up the good work and don't let up. Uh, we, Thanks, I, well, Bill. I know I won't, and I'm sure Jonathan won't. Now, Glenn, on the other hand, he's got a puppy dog to raise, so. <laughs> I'm hoping to get to Jonathan shop this week sometime. Get over Talk there. Nubo. I haven't had a chance. Been close to home, so. I got you covered, bud. Go get it. All right. See you, Billy. Care. See you, buddy. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Beautiful day today. Beautiful <laughs> night last night. I wanted to ask you, did you, uh, did you get to see that red moon, or did you stay out that late? Uh, I don't know what to, we stayed out till uh, I think we left there around eleven o'clock, loaded up the boat. So we were you were done at eleven. It? Yeah, we were done at eleven. Then we was hog hunting, but we didn't find any hogs. We were out riding on there, and uh, dude, man, how are you getting all so greedy, man? You go out there and you kill sixty thousand frogs in one night, and then you want to go kill a hundred and twenty hogs in an evening. Yeah, we were working on that, but also uh, I know <laughs> he's Knox getting got, ready for the uh, wild game dinner next year. Yeah, Knox <laughs> took a call earlier, one of the listeners, because I made my comment last week uh, that I'd be out doing fishing before the full moon, and I did get to go fishing. Uh, but I didn't catch anything yesterday. We were out there in that pit and, uh, 
You know, it seems like when something sits for a little while, you know, we'd have that little bit of glitch and a little problem, but we got that resolved. But we did do a little fishing. But, what the uh, heck are you talking about? How Doug's, do you have uh, a glitch? Boat. It, oh, the, the trim boat. wouldn't work on that thing. Something was a little loose, but we got it worked out. I thought you then, were blaming it on the fish somehow. No, I was actually, <laughs> it was very fishy. I mean, the, it was, like, the pond has never been fished before that I know of or the guy that I went with, but uh, they just uh, wasn't happening, but the frogs were waiting. They wanted to go home with us. So they did. 168,000 frogs. Did yeah, I don't know how many it is, but did I'm sure Doug will let me know because he's apparently cleaning them all by himself this morning. <laughs> well, wait a minute. If you had a cooler full of, of, of frogs, you went out, that was the reason why you went hog hunting is because they, you, they were known in the area or you were just uh, looking for some extra pork or what's the deal? I think the 1,400 acres that we're on, they have an issue with a lot of hogs out there. Apparently not. You didn't and, see any. Well, you know, it is a full moon, and they move around. Sometimes. What was it? Thir- was it Thursday night that it was bright? Does all get out? Oh, yeah. It was really nice. But we had a night vision we were using, and it was pretty cool to look through <laughs> out across the fields and see all the cows moving around. But uh, actually, the cows vision? were laying down, so I don't know. Laying down? Doesn't that mean rain? I, I Cattle guy? You. Tell me, is a cows laying if down? they're up feeding, mean? everything else is up feeding. Yeah. If they're oh, they, in, that, that, they just got a bigger stomach. They got to eat all the time. Yeah, <laughs> they got to have that cud time. You got to chew them cuds. We got several bit. parts of the belly that need to hold something. Is that what it is? Yeah, so we feel better. And that's nice. Well, I'm glad you got it done, and uh, look forward to uh, next Friday and the big frog leg uh, fish fry. Frog legs and gator bites. Is that what you're going to do? That's what I'm thinking. Doug actually put the uh, thought for tonight. In mind. For tonight? No, I got to got some things to do. I'm gonna run up to Lake Penasofki. Uh, if I get my chores done there, I might try to do a little pan fishing because them shell cracker are back on the bed. Don't be up there messing with those fish. <laughs> Got to get a few. No. Pre-scouting. Is that what it is? Pre-fishing? Is that pre-fishing with them, bringing them home. I was going to say, it can't be called pre-fishing if you're taking them out. Yeah. <laughs> Putting them in a cooler and taking them home, wrapping them up in a little cornmeal and some bacon grease. That doesn't count as... Maybe shell cracker frog legs and some gator oh, nuggets. Oh, dude, that, that is awesome. Now you're that just sounds mean. really good. You notice he didn't mention uh, the hush puppy hush maker. Puppy. <laughs> Might throw in the hush puppy. Ah, that, then that's a complete meal. I got to have pork and beans. No, you don't need a little that. coleslaw. Don't I'll, need that. Well, waste well, time. Coleslaw, yeah. If somebody else is making it and bring it. No, just go good. get it from Maryland Fried Chicken. Oh, they the coleslaw have good they have. coleslaw. Just go get there. a container full. You just got to fill fill it up to the little line at the top with hot sauce and let it soak. That's, That's right. What I do. There you go. Well, we are big and wild outdoors. Hour number now three. Now I'm starving to death. That's hour number three, just around the corner. <sighs> brought it by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Load Brandon Ford, and Who? we'll be right back. Load Runner. Load it up. <laughs> Load it up. Load Runner. They're good friends. They are good. They're good people.